We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To speak on our behalf, Jerry's broadcasting career from the foremost family of Boston sports, journalism and broadcasting, please welcome a national legend, but still one of ours, Sean McDonough. Thank you, TC. Thanks for reading that just as I wrote it. And good evening, everyone. I'm deeply honored to have been asked to speak on this special occasion, and I will try to be uncharacteristically brief. But it'll be difficult to summarize such a multifaceted personality, life, and career in just a few minutes. And it will also be difficult because the pain of Jerry's loss is still very raw, The reality hasn't fully sunk in, and the sense in this early season that someone who was so remarkably important to the Red Sox experience isn't here, and it's palpable, and it's sad. This beloved ballpark doesn't feel the same without Jerry, nor does watching Red Sox baseball. And that feeling may fade, but it will never completely go away. Jerry Remy was, is, and always will be that special. Tonight is a celebration of the life of a man who got to live two dreams. As you know, he grew up in Somerset dreaming of being a major league player. And with his trademark hard work and blessed with great speed, he lived that dream, first with the Angels and then here with the Red Sox. How many of you, of us, had dreams of playing for the Red Sox? Jerry lived that dream and he had a distinguished playing career that ultimately was ended prematurely by a serious knee injury. The second dream happened by accident. At the end of that playing career, needing to make a living, Jerry became a Red Sox broadcaster in 1988. By his own admission, he didn't enjoy it. In fact, he hated it. And with his customary candor, three years ago, he wrote in his book, That quote, I was absolutely not good at all. Which is also an example of Jerry's good judgment and his self-awareness. He wanted to quit after one year. But his amazing wife, Phoebe, told him to give it a little more time. And when I spoke with Phoebe earlier today, she said she wasn't feeling that way because she thought Jerry was going to be good on TV. She just didn't want him around the house all the time. (laughs) But thank you, Phoebe. You stole my line. Thank you, Phoebe. Because how different these last three and a half decades would have been without your good counsel. And you and your family are constantly in our hearts and in our thoughts and in our prayers. And with good fortune, Jerry got to work with the legendary Ned Martin. And by working at the craft, Jerry Jerry gradually became more comfortable being on the air. Like Jerry, I got the chance to live my childhood dream when I became a Red Sox broadcaster. And the real life 
experience surpass that dream because I had the chance to share the booth with Jerry for nine years. I and all of us who were blessed to work with him, and not just here on the field, these wonderful people, but the folks behind the cameras and in the truck at every level of the operation, were so blessed to come to the ballpark every night knowing that we had a chance to be a part of a broadcast that was going to be special because Jerry was special. He was going to perform his role at the highest possible level, so we had to make sure that we were at our best. And most of all, he was going to make it fun. We marveled at his daily routine, arriving incredibly early and at the same time, every day, going to the clubhouse, filling out the lineup card, eating and performing many other tasks at exactly the same day, the same time, every day. And that daily routine also included exiting the ballpark as fast as was humanly possible. I remember the glare when I didn't get my media guides in my briefcase fast enough post-game. Early in our time together, I gave him the nickname Remdog because his gritty style was similar to those Red Sox teams of those days that he admiringly called Dirt Dogs. And over time, it was awesome to see all of those qualities that made him Remdog emerge. He always had the unsurpassed knowledge of passion for the game. But as he became more comfortable on the air, he became more comfortable sharing more of himself, that sense of humor, the wonderful laugh, and his great storytelling ability. To me, Jerry was at his best when the game wasn't compelling, and he would talk about any and all things, including but not limited to Wally, soap operas, pizza throws, Judge Judy, miners' helmets, haiku poetry, and countless other topics. One viewer dubbed inane banter, and she didn't intend it as a compliment. But Red Sox Nation loved it, and we loved it, and we'll always love Jerry. Our job as broadcasters is to entertain and inform, to add to your enjoyment of the game without detracting from it. By that and all other standards by which you would judge a broadcaster, Jerry Remy was an all-time great, not just here in Red Sox Nation, but among all broadcasters of all time. And I pray someday he takes his rightful place in the National Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. But more than anything else, the reason Jerry became Remdog and a much-loved icon is because of all of you, the fans of Red Sox Nation. Through the decades, you showered him with love and showed him appreciation in so many ways. We just saw examples of it in that video. The omnipresent signs throughout the park, the boxes of mail that showed up in our booth, the kind words you would share when you would counter him in person as he was speeding toward the parking lot. <laughs> as he wrote in his book, through his health issues and personal tragedies, his refuge was Red Sox baseball. And every time he returned, as we saw in the video, especially last fall, when he threw out the first pitch before the game against the Yankees, and we knew we were saying goodbye. Your thunderous ovations shook this venerable ballpark and touched his and every heart. And you did it not only because of the countless hours of enjoyment that he gave you, but because you came to know during that time spent together that Jerry Remy was a very good man.
There can be no greater blessing in life than to know you are loved. And Jerry left this life knowing he was loved in a way very few have ever experienced. So on behalf of the Remy family and all of us who were blessed beyond measure to call him a dear friend, thank you, Red Sox Nation, for all you did for Jerry and for showing yet again why you all are truly the best. Rest in peace, Rem Dog. We love you. Thank you very much. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.